It's Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Amen. I like what Brother Mars said about the vision. And, uh, I don't think I need to say anything else. Amen. 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 Bethlehem, share the love. Amen. How do we do that? Live it and give it. Amen. And that's what we want to do. And, and this box is here for you. If you hadn't had an opportunity to put the names in the box that you want to pray for for your new list. Uh, uh, we want you to come up and uh, place it in there any time. Uh, we'll leave it here, and uh, we'll be praying, of course, over this uh, tonight. We are praying that God will enable us to share with 500 people, uh, that God will send uh, 50 new disciples to be a part of our body here, and praying that God will enable us to baptize 75 new believers. Amen? Amen. Amen. And we believe that God can do it. And we have plenty of evidence of, of that. Amen? Amen? Amen. Before we get into our study tonight, I want to kind of give you the questions beforehand <laughs> because uh, we want you to participate. And uh, I have a way uh, of helping you to participate. But the first question we're going to be talking about, have you ever had a hint about what God uh, has about uh, what, what God was about to do in your life? Some people call it a sign from God on what to do in the future. So I want you to think about that. Has God ever given you a sign for the future? Also, we want you to think about uh, participating in the conversation tonight. Has God ever fought for you or made anyone afraid of you? Um, and also, we want to pose the question tonight, do you have a holy history? And is it hard for you to remember it in times of trouble? A holy history meaning uh, what God did for you in the past. And uh, so we want you to participate. And uh, if, it's, if it's not a spontaneous uh, participation tonight, I want you to look on the back of your handouts. If you have a W... And that means you won. Back in your hand out. Now, I know some folk got a W now. Don't be acting like you ain't got the W. <laughs> it's on the back. And uh, who are the people who got W? Okay, Sister Linda got W. It's, it's at the back, the top, right side, in the back. A little small W. Okay, Sister Denise got W for win. 
<laughs> she said she thought it was a three. Now somebody else should have got a W now. So we have two, maybe three. We're going to let the Holy Spirit convict the, those who have it is not said. <laughs> That's in case we don't have spontaneous uh, participation. <laughs> You're the ones who won in the discussion tonight. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> You're a winner. <laughs> Amen. We're going to be talking about this whole month. Uh, we want you to be brave and watch the music. Don't let it scare you. We want you to be brave. And, uh, and we're going to be looking at the book of uh, Joshua this month. Because Joshua had an opportunity to go into the promises, as Maury talked about tonight, walking into the promises. And we're going to stand on Joshua 1.9 all month long. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. And uh, so we're going to actually see what they did to take the land what they did to walk into the promises of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Tonight's uh, lesson is entitled, I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know mm. What You Did Last Summer. We're going to be looking at Joshua chapter 2, verse 8 through 11. Some of you may know that this was the, the title of a book in 1973. I believe it was Lois. I'm forgetting her last name. Uh, she wrote a novel. Many of you may remember, reminded of that title, a movie in 19, uh, uh, I think it was 1997, a slasher flick, I Know What You Did Last Summer, about uh, four teenagers that got into a car accident, and after they got into the car accident, hit a stranger, they discarded the body and uh, thought they got away with it, but a year later, Somebody showed up and said, I know what you did last summer, okay? So I know what you did last summer, okay? You'll get the title when we get into the, the lesson. Uh, let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you. When you came out of Egypt and what you did is darkness and all the two kings of Amorites east of the Jordan whom you completely destroyed when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above, and on the earth below. Amen. Amen. Tonight we're going to talk on, around, and discuss. We're going to talk about a holy hint. We're going to talk about a holy hush. And we're going to talk about a holy history. Well, Christians... I want you to know that you should be brave for the future because of what God has done in the past. You should be brave for the future because of what God has done in the past. That's something that happened in the text tonight. 
And somebody in the text had information, really, that they shouldn't have had. Well. As Joshua sent the two spies to visit this woman by the name of Rahad, we discovered or talked about her last year. Uh, Rahad had some information that she shouldn't have had. Uh, they had heard about what happened in Egypt and God destroyed, uh, not only delivered them out of Egypt, but destroyed the armies of the Egyptians through the flood or, or through shedding up the Red Sea. And, and here they were trying to ascertain information on how and what to go into land, go into the land to conquer it, and these folk knew what happened last summer. Hello, somebody. They knew what happened to the Egyptians. To the Egyptians, they knew what happened to the two kings on the other side of the Jordan. They had already heard what God had done. They knew what had happened last summer. And because of what they knew, they, 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 they were able to get a holy hint on what God was calling them to do. Uh, because of what they already knew, God would cause a holy hush upon the people. And because of what they knew, uh, because of that holy history. And the people there kind of figured that if God could deliver them out of Egypt, then God could probably deliver uh, their towns and their cities and, and all of that because they knew what happened last summer. Hello, somebody. They, 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 they knew what happened. And I think many times, especially in modern day times, we take the story of what happened with the Red Sea and, and, and we don't know the magnitude of it. Um, and, 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 and we're going to look at this little video and then we go to the first point. Awesome, awesome miracle. Yeah. 
the whole army was destroyed. That, that's what happened last summer. God had moved in an extraordinary and mighty way so much so that somehow the word has spread it in a place where they didn't even know that they had knowledge of them. Hello, somebody. The word that talked, and I wonder how that happened. How did they know what happened? But somehow the word had gotten out. And as a result of that, they, they got a holy hint of what God was calling them to do. Uh, for verse 9 says, and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land. This prostitute named Rahab uh, told those two spies who they didn't know, they did not know they had any concept of who they were. Come on. Hello, somebody. They, they thought that their God was a God that did things on the down low. Hello, somebody. But no, this, this miracle had spread it somehow and, and they went to a place. Have you ever gone to a place, and I, I've had this happen to me, where I go to a place and somebody knows who I am. Hello, somebody. And, and, and they'll say, I, I, I saw you on the internet. Hello, somebody. And, and I'm there and I don't, I don't know, had no concept, no clue of, of whether they knew who I was. Hello, somebody. Uh, but, but, but this uh, prostitute knew who they were. And not only that, but, but she gave a holy hint. Whether they were questioning whether they should do God's will or not, this holy hint was is that I know that the Lord had given you this land. Wait a minute. <laughs> we don't even know that the Lord has given us this land. And here you are. Uh, a part of the enemy, the, the enemy's group. We, we were sending spies just trying to figure out. Uh, but, but you already know. Hello, somebody. God, to accomplish his will, know how to give some holy hints. Hello, somebody. If he wants something done, he can give you a, a, a holy hint. Uh, 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 we got a holy hint as the church when the banker said, when y'all going to finally build that church? Hello, somebody. That, that, that's a holy hint. The banker believes that the building is already built. Hello, somebody. Uh, can be built. Hello, somebody. Uh, a holy hint. Uh, somebody uh, came here tonight not knowing what they should do, what God wants them to do. And God tonight is giving them a holy hint. Let me, let me tell you what that holy hint is. Uh, uh, it is faith. Hello, somebody. <laughs> If you're concerned about the situation that you're that you're facing, is you're you're concerned about problems at your work. If you're you're concerned about uh, uh, people and and places and things, uh, uh, the the way that you can get the victory is take this holy hint. This holy hint is faith. For the Bible says, by faith the prostitute Rahab, because she had welcomed the spies. Uh, was not killed uh, with those who were uh, disobedient. See, you have faith is the key to help you to get to uh, 2014. You don't have to know the situation. You don't have to know how it's going to happen. You don't have have to know how it's going to work. But if you can just take God's uh, holy hint, and God's giving you a holy hint tonight, faith. Uh, that's his hint. Hello, somebody. 
And he's saying through this faith you can accomplish everything that I've called you to do. Through this faith you can get through everything that you're going through. It's a hard time. Somebody said, oh, last year was a hard year. It really was a hard year. And I only believe I made it through but was by faith. Because if I didn't have faith, I probably would have lost my mind. If I didn't have faith, I probably would have lost hope. If I didn't have faith, I probably wouldn't be talking about building a building. If I didn't have faith. I probably wasn't talking about getting folks saved and set free from a sinful lifestyle. It takes faith people. Hello somebody. And that's all the holy hint that you need. Hello somebody. And the question is tonight, and because it seems like I'm in a preaching mode, I better back up (laughs) and let you talk some, okay? The question is, have you ever had a hint about what God was about to do in your life. Uh, some people call it a sign from God on what to do in the future. And I don't know if you can see this, but this is a, a sign on the side of the road and it reads, well, you did ask for a sign, God. <laughs> <laughs> So, is there anybody here ever got a, a sign from the Lord on what what it is? Don't look like nobody talking. My W is going to make have to talk tonight. <laughs> is there anybody here ever got a sign from the Lord or a hint on what God would have them to do? Well, I, uh, when, I first, when I first came down here and I was dating Carol Ann, um, I came back from... Uh, Overseas, and, and, I, and I had enough money to, to get what I wanted. I wanted to get either it was, it, either it was a, a, a truck or, or a home. And um, uh, we lived in Mohawk. We lived on Mohawk. Everybody remember that, right? We lived Who? Mohawk. 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 Oh, Mohawk okay. Street. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, Carol's sister, Kathy, said, there's a place out here in the country, and this guy, he just lost his wife. Now, now I, b- before I went overseas, I asked her, I said, what, what do you want when I get back? She said, I want to live out in the country. Mm. So, so Kathy, which, which I came back, I was, I was drinking with her and everything. She said, there's a house out here in the country. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's, back, that's back then. <laughs> so, so she said, there's a house out here out in the country. I went out there and, and viewed it, and it had grass this tall. Mm. But the vision that the Lord gave me, he, I walked in and looked around, and he said, this is yours if you want it. Well. And I, and I, and I, I, I'm telling you, I walked around the house, grass this tall, and, and, I, and the Lord said, this, you want it? It's yours. I'm walking around like that, and I could just, I said, man, hmm. I called the realtor. Went inside and I looked inside and it had exactly what I wanted. Well, it had, it had, it had a, a back bedroom with the, uh, uh, a walk-in shower and a jacuzzi. Huh. And I said, the Lord said, "This is yours. You want it?" I had the money and I had the faith. And, and I, I live into the house today. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. No, you had your cousin. I'd be over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. You got a hint. Somebody yes, told you about it. Hello, yes, somebody. Amen. That's good. Is there anybody else? 
Amen. Well, we'll go ahead on. But uh, God has a way of, 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 of telling you what you need to do, especially when you have faith. Mm-hmm. We talked about this uh, Sunday. Um, these people had to go and take, hello somebody, they had to have enough faith to go and take what God said they could have. Amen. Amen. Wow. Uh, God didn't give it away for, for free, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the cities weren't, weren't vacated, you know. But they had to have faith. And, and God had told them, that, hey, this is why I'm leading you out of Egypt. I'm going to make you into your own nation. Hello, somebody. You believe God can still make nations today? Hello, somebody. I do believe. I'm praying that Bethlehem will be a nation. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. Let's look at this. Investigations have revealed artifacts. Now, let me start. Let me stop by saying. Now, without faith, with faith, you don't really need to see. You just take it by faith. But this is some information where uh, they are uh, proving that this miracle happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're proving that this miracle happened. And, and how would you think you can prove that this miracle happened? Think about it. How could you prove that the Red Sea miracle happened? We prove it or they prove it. They went through it. That's how okay, they prove it. Okay, but how can you prove that it happened? Oh, how can you prove that it happened? Hello, somebody! <laughs> the Bible says that the, the, the whole Egyptian army was drowned. Okay, now if, if, if that's true, uh, then you should be able to go and find something. Hello, somebody. Like I said, now I don't, I don't have to see, but there's some folk that do have to see a little something. God can give a holy hint, okay? And this is for them. Investigations have revealed artifacts which confirm our previous conclusions about the sun. The seafloor is smooth and contains gradual contours. Our first artifact to inspect is this chariot wheel that still has three of its four spokes, plus the hub is extending upward. We see 90 degree angles here, which are a sign of man-made structure. The Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians and he took off their chariot wheels. The chariot wheel with six spokes was the most widely used by the Egyptians. Egyptian chariots were known to use metal hubs in the center of the wheels. Using metal detectors, divers have found metal in the raised hubs that are now covered in coral. Here we see another four-spoke chariot wheel with one spoke missing and the center raised hub. The coral here has preserved the chariot parts by retaining the man-made structure even after the wood has disappeared. Here we see another wheel suspended on its axle, standing at attention. It has six spokes and a raised center hub. Ron Wyatt made many dives here and located many artifacts. This could have once been a chariot cab. This appears to be another round chariot wheel.
horse remains have also been found here, such as this shrunken hoof. Horses are not in the Sinai Peninsula today. Human remains have also been found, such as this coral-covered femur bone on the right. Lab tests confirm that it is in fact bone. Other bones have also been found. A cross-section reveals the bone inside the coral. Here we see a chariot wheel standing on its axle in this old 1978 footage shot by Ron Wyatt. Next, we see an eight-spoke wheel with one spoke missing. Eight-spoke wheels were only used during the 18th dynasty, the time of the Exodus. The premier find here at the crossing site is this gold veneer that was left behind from a four-spoke chariot wheel. The Bible tells us there were 600 choice chariots used in the chase of the children of Israel. This artifact was left behind at a depth of 200 feet. Since specialized equipment would be necessary to raise it to the surface, today it is still in the location where it was found. videos about it all these years later because it, it truly truly happened it, it happened because our God is real Amen. hello somebody I think sometimes we don't realize that our God is real I've been asked to host uh, in um, 2016 a group going to the, uh, the promise uh, going to the holy land Okay, and uh, I'm going to be able to go and see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe just by faith, okay? <laughs> but, but, you know, I always believe that I would one day go and, and get to see it for myself. So, uh, uh, but this is what happened last summer. <laughs> there was a whole lot of summers ago now. <laughs> but in the text, uh, it was a fairly recent event. So much so that not only did God give a holy hint, and, 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 but he gave a holy hush because they heard about this great miracle. Guess what happened? That there was a, a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. Hello, somebody. They already have the victory. Amen, amen, amen. And God just sitting all these, these, these uh, a holy hint, and God let them know about a holy hush. The folk are afraid because of the God that they serve. This miraculous God that did this miracle. Remember, Egypt was, was thought to be one of the premier powers on planet Earth at that time. They heard, that's like hearing that God, that, that God made nothing of America. Hello, somebody. 
and, and, and so God's reputation preceded him. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and whether they were afraid or not, once the spies got there and started hearing all this stuff, they, they went back. They would go back and tell the others. That would hype everybody up. What do you say? They already know about us? Yeah. Hello, somebody. They're already afraid of us? Hello, somebody. Uh, fear is, is, is a thing that could that cause you to, to have, uh, to be defeated. Uh, and I use this illustration all the time about Mike Tyson. I think the greatest fighter to live during my time anyway. Sometimes you'll see them in the ring, and, and the fighter wouldn't even look Mike Tyson in the eyes. Be looking down, be afraid. I'd be like, "Oh, he ain't gonna last too long. <laughs> he going down. <laughs> he going down. He too. He too afraid. He too. He too scared." As the young used to say, "Scared." Cause fear would cause you to be paralyzed and not do anything. Hello, somebody. That's what the devil, that's a part of the devil's tactic. If somebody came here tonight may be afraid. That's a part of the devil's tactic because the God, uh, uh, they, we, we call him that roaring lion. He, that's what he said. What does the lion do? Why does the lion roar? To create fear. Hello, somebody. Have you ever, have you ever almost hit a deer because a deer looking? <laughs> you about to hit him with the car you like, oh <laughs> afraid you, you can't move when you're afraid you're terrified you can, you're not thinking right hello somebody and, and God was causing that holy hush all they had to do the victory already all they had to do was show up really they, uh, you know, that's what they was talking about, like with that Alabama game. You know, they was like, oh, man, this game is over. And the commentators were like, ah, oh, we wasting our time. The game is over. There's only one problem with that. The Sooners showed up and they won the fray. Hello, somebody. <laughs> they, they won the fray. Sooners were talking like, wait a minute. Hey, we got a winning dynasty. We got crimson too. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't just going to walk over us now. So, uh, but God had caused that holy hush. Uh, Exodus 23, 27 says, and I will send my what? Terror ahead of you. Throw yeah. in confusion. confusion. Every nation you encounter. Wow. And, and I will what? Make all, all your enemies turn their backs and run. Hello, sir. <laughs> you want to say something? Go ahead. I, uh, I, I had heard, you know, some people talk about uh, this panther down in Tatum's and and just the talk of this panther would send people into fear, and especially those who hurry. And I never forget, me and the wife, we, my mother's air conditioner messed up, so I, we, we, I went and got the air conditioner and brought it and had it fixed. And so me and her was taking it back out there. So we, we on the way out there, my son's car started trying to run hot, so I told her, I said, well, I'll fix it when I get to Mama's. I said, we just got to get there. We're getting close to dark. So we got there. We put the air conditioner in the window, and I went back out, and I was working on the car, and I uh, I was underneath the hood, and, and the, the, I had the car parked facing my mother's house, and the woods was behind the car, back, back, back behind us, and, and, you know, where my mother's house was. It's just thick woods all the way down this one side of the road. And all of a sudden, I heard this scream. 
and it just made the hair on my and I didn't have much hair. And it, just made it, stand up. I, it felt like an afro. <laughs> and boy, I was so scared. I could. I, I was scared to move. I looked. I eased around. Looked around the car that way, and I, 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 I thought, man. He seemed like he was too close. I couldn't run to the front door, so I just took off running and ran. I come busting through that back door. My mom and them said, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "Y'all didn't hear that." <laughs> I could imagine the fear yeah. that the people had yeah. after all that God had done during yeah. that time, yeah. when 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 He had destroyed such a powerful nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these other nations they they knew they weren't near as powerful as yeah. that nation and then here they had these same people coming yeah. toward them uh-huh. <laughs> that's just like if that pastor was coming toward me i wouldn't yeah. know which way to run <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and and sure enough you know i know probably half of y'all have been to that zoo out there we can find when it was and you said it now, you can see the line. And, whoa, and all of a sudden, you go roar, and it just does yeah. something to you. <laughs> yeah. It just puts fear all yeah. in your yeah. body. You yeah. just can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that animal was able to get out, that's huh. the kind of terror that these yeah. folk were facing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With this nation coming yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You ain't built that fear boy. Amen. Just stand next to a cage and put up. Yeah, home. let him roar. Yeah. yeah. That's that it'll cause some it'll cause some fear. And they it, they caged up. Hello somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You still afraid. Go ahead. I took my kids out there one time, and whenever you go by, it scared me that bad. But I went back in there, and I asked that guy, I said, I said, uh, how come those lines don't jump the fence? Because they're probably 10, yeah. 12 foot. Yeah. And, and this is the answer he gave me. He said, they don't know how tall the fence is. Oh. And I'm like, what? So I loaded my kids up and we left, haven't been by. They jumped. They jumped. They jumped. They jumped. They they told us when we used to have our clients down there, the kids died one year, that most of them, that they can, they're animals, wild animals, that people have gotten fed, and they got too big, uh-huh. and they just left them, and they, they rescued them. Uh-huh. And that's what I said, rescue, okay. Yeah, at that reserve. They didn't get to go to the zoo and get them. Yeah. People brought them over here, and have went and had them as a pet, and then they got too big for the, you know, yeah, got them. Yeah, realize, yeah. Uh-huh. As cubs, and then yeah. they got too big, uh-huh. and they just left them. Yeah, it's a different story. I, I think uh, anybody have anything on this? God has God ever fought for you or made anyone afraid of you? Exodus fourteen fourteen, what it says: The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Uh, has anybody had an instance where God fought for him or or? He made folk afraid of you. 
Uh oh. The W is win. <laughs> Sister Lena, Sister Nice, and y'all have anything on that? Yeah, <laughs> That you bought? He owned, I mean, around the property, park on the pro- park on the uh-huh. property and stuff. And I, I told him, I, I went one day and I told him that you know I bought the place and that it belonged to me and, and uh, that you know that I left. I was gonna allow them to continue to park over there because I was gonna allow God to use me uh-huh. to, to speak to. Me. Yeah. Well, to make a long story short, my wife she. Uh, me and her had to go over there and pick up bottles and beer cans and all kinds of things over and over and over. And so I, I told them, I said, y'all can't, if you can't, you know, clean up your mess and not make sure you don't make a mess, you, you can't fuck it. I'm not going to lie, you own the place. Yeah. And uh, to make this long story short, uh, I, I, the battle uh, was the Lord's, not mine. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time dealing with it because they just was going to defy me. Mm-hmm. Well, and then one day, Taylor called me and said they was over throwing bottles, breaking them against my barn, mm-hmm. and trying to kick down my gate. Mm-hmm. So I left work, came home, and I got there and yeah, they were waiting on me. Mm-hmm. They were waiting on me, and I, I guess they uh, were going to jump. Me. And uh, it was about 
it was a whole bunch of when I first got there. And I pulled up and I said, hey, man, y'all don't have to leave. I said, y'all have to get off the property. I said, don't come back. I said, because if you come back, I said, I'm going to call the police. About four or five of you know, several of them got in their cars and left. But it was about four or five of them just wasn't going to, they they were going to whoop me. Him, Jeff. They were going to, yeah, they came me and they kept And this one one kept trying to hit me. And I kept and I said, hey, man, y'all, I said, you better stop. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't care what you do here. I said, but the property still is mine. And before I knew it, they had backed me all the way up to the fence beside my bumper. And, and, and I didn't have nowhere to go. And why she pulls up, jumps off the car with a bat. And I'm out for her. Not a little sweet little man. I don't believe that. <laughs> and it was four. Of them. I'm not. I'm not leaving. And then my niece Taylor, and she was a little girl. She was eleven, I mean, maybe ten. And, and and a little friend of hers was with them too. And and they were there too. And them boys were just. They had me surrounded. And and, and I had my. I had my. I had you know a country boy carry knife. I had my hand in my pocket on my knife. And the boy that just kept on trying to headbutt me. See the boy carry a gun. But anyway, that's not what I'm saying. That's not Go ahead. But anyway, I was, I was, I was going to, I, I, I kept telling him, I said, man, stop trying to headbutt me. I said, get out of my face. You can talk to me all you want, but stay out of my face. What you going to do? What you going to do? And he just kept trying to headbutt me. And, and I had my knife, and I, and I, I first, my, my, my inner said, I'm finna gut this boy. I'm gonna gut him from his stomach to his throat. <laughs> he didn't even know I had my hand on that knife and was fixing to, and something. But this is the strangest part. The fight wasn't even between me and them. The fight was between me and God. Me and being God's servant. And all this whole time this is going on, I'm fighting within my mind and my heart. Something, this voice is saying, no, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. Because if you do, you, you can't, if you do anything, you can't tell them nothing about me. So them young men didn't even realize that I want, my fight wasn't even with them. Because God had something for me. And to make that short, to end that story, you know, why she got in the car, she stayed in the car. I made it, but she wouldn't leave. <laughs> and and one of the boys said, "Man, come on, stop, y'all. We can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this." And he got and he got over in front of the boy, and and finally got him to to to, to walk away. And they walked away. He they was calling me all kind of yeah. n words and 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 Uncle Tom's uh, just every kind of name you could think of. And then I I just didn't say nothing to him. I was just and then. I told my wife after it was all over, I said, you know what? I said, I hope you don't think no less of me as a man. Because the thoughts I had was bad. If the person I was 20 years ago would have hurt me, I would have hurt him bad, not kill him. But then all I could think of was me losing my life behind this, losing her family, losing everything over a piece of stupid land. Huh. So I told my wife, I said, if, if God God gave me the land, if, he huh. want, if you want me to have it, I'll give it back to you. I'll huh. just get rid of it. We'll huh. just let it go. Huh. And boy, from that time on, 
God began to fight my family. Well, I didn't have to worry about nothing again. And not only that, I got a chance to witness to a couple of them kids. The ones who did not want to hear went to prison. Gail was witness to one of them. Pull up over there one day, had his music just bumping and, and just staring at us. And Gail said, what do you want? What do you, what do you want? I said, Gail, just turn around. Hey, man. Hey, Gail, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. God, we were just trying to form a relationship yeah. with them. Yeah. To let them know we just like y'all. We not I mean yeah. I, we we've been in the world before. Yeah. I, yeah. I I I've been drink a beer drinker and yeah. smoking pot and stuff and, and, and dog on it, but I didn't disrespect my elf. I didn't disrespect the people of the church. I didn't disrespect the neighborhood. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's about you having some respect for who God is and who God's people is. And I feel like that's the reason God has been allowed to, to come into my heart and use me. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that testimony. I just want to say one thing. Well, I want to thank you for, for telling me last year about, Pastor said, 
take Jesus with you. He, he's telling me all the time, I, I tell him about my job, and he said, just take Jesus with you and watch him show off and, and work in you. And that's what he does. And I can thank you, sister, because like you said, I'll pray in the morning before I go to work because it is chaos. Amen. Praise the Lord. But, but God can't fight your battles. Yes. Amen. Amen. And we're going to pray for some of you who this job may be getting out of hand. We're going to pray for you. Amen. 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 Look at this last video. This is the Prince of Egypt uh, rendering of the Red Sea. This is Moses. happened last summer so they faced the people uh, they already knew <laughs> we have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you and when you came out of Egypt mm -hmm. and uh, they knew about the holy history they knew what happened uh, last summer and they knew about the God that they served and this is why they could have the victory because many times one victory is the beginning of several victories hello somebody and God established a history and, and, and some of us have uh, what I call spiritual amnesia you forget about what God did yesterday and you face a situation today wondering whether God is going to work on your behalf and forget about what happened yesterday but, but their enemies reminded them of what happened yesterday hello somebody and God maybe is trying to remind somebody about what happened yesterday about your holy history 
about your personal Red Sea crossing, about how God defeated some powerful people in your past that, that, that you might have the victory. And, and I'll talk a little bit for uh, to uh, preachers maybe listening and sound of my voice. Uh, a lot of preachers go into churches and they they try to fight the people. That's not your job to fight the people, preacher man. It's not your job to, to fight even the people that are bad in your church. You may have a crooked deacon. Hello, somebody. But it ain't your job to fight him. Hello, somebody. Uh, and, and, and that's how a lot of pastors, they lose, they lose out because they try to fight the people. Hello. God fights your battle. That's what I always try to, I try to tell folks folk to snap out of the stupidness. If you believe your God parted the Red Sea, who is anybody that sit on any of these roads? Hello, somebody. And if you're praying and God ain't doing nothing, then maybe they ain't that bad. Hello, somebody. <laughs> maybe it's you. Hello, somebody. <laughs> maybe God needs to work on you. You don't. You don't fight the people. Hello, somebody. Any of y'all don't fight. Don't, don't fight your supervisor. Come on. Don't fight the owner. Hello, somebody. God can fight your battles. I mean, I have so many countless. Stories, you know. I talk about my first church, man. I, 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 I uh, describe it as being called to a hornet's nest that, that had been stirred up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's stinging, folks. <laughs> yeah, they're fighting for fighters, but uh, and, and, and guess what? They wanted me to come in, and they wanted me to take their side. Yeah. God don't take sides. God is God. Hello, somebody. <laughs> God is God. And, 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 and so, so uh, what I had to do is I had to pray. Hello, somebody. Like what some of you have to do about your work, about your job, about your marriage. We talked about that on on, on, uh, on uh, New Year's night. You got to pray, and God will fight your battles. And then you got to remember what God did for you in the past. I can remember, boy, a time in my ministry, a a dude had his his foot on my neck, and he was the third person in charge of this mega ministry. Boy, and I couldn't. I could hardly get nothing done. By the time I finished praying, lost, lost his job. Lost of influence. The Lord will do it for you. He'll do it for you. Uh, and you got to remember that history when you when you go to this, these new challenges in 2014. Remember what God did for you in your past. Amen. 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 Uh, Exodus 14, 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, God drove the sea back. That's what folk don't remember, too, is that this thing stayed up all night long. Hello, somebody. Yeah, he, had, he had the light in the front and the light in the back. All, all night long. <laughs> for it was a strong east wind and, and turned it to dry land. And the waters were divided. Man. So they had a holy history. Wow. And, 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 and that holy history was meant for them to take that history to go forward in the future. Your history is meant for you... A lot of people get lost in the the 
the, the defeats of the past and stay in the past. Mm-hmm. Only thing that supposed you supposed to do in your past is remember what God did for you, for your future. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Remember what God did for you. Uh, this last question, then we'll go into our prayer time. Do you have a holy history? And is it hard for you to remember in times of trouble? Do you have a holy history? I got a story on mine. Okay, go ahead. I was laying in bed the other night, and, and this is something, my mother raised three of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was laying in bed the other night, and I was thinking it was just me going back over my 44 years. Yeah. And uh, I seen where God stepped in here. Mm, yeah. I seen oh. where he stepped in here. That's good, though. Before you know it, I was in her crime. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. So my history goes way back. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't know how far back my history went. Yeah. But yeah, that's I think we all should have you. a pretty good That's right. That's Amen. We've all been in a bind, uh-huh. and we wondered how we got out of it. Well. Yeah. We wondered that's how. It, bro. Yeah. That's good, though. But you look back on it now, you know, look back on my life to where... I tell you, I may have told you this, Pastor. I was over in a war for seven months. When I got there, I didn't think that this was, I was like, there's no way this is true. This is just an exercise. Yeah. Well, after about a month, you see bullets flying. You see victories getting blown up. Wow. Right next to you, you're wow. thinking, well, maybe this is real. <laughs> maybe this is the real thing. You think? Yeah. And it went on and on. And it, it was so weird that once the initial shock of bombs going off and bullets flying, I can tell you for seven months, not one time was I worried. Yeah. Seven months of my life, I had that. That's good. And that's been on. And like you said, I look back on my holy history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God tell me, it's all right, Tim. Yeah. I know you're a little nervous, son, but it's going to be okay. <laughs> I got you, man. So, yeah, help. we all have a history. And, and it's, a, it's good sometimes to look back on that because it keeps you fresh. Yes. As far as where you've been. Yeah. And where you're going. Yeah. What trouble you were in and who got you out of that trouble. Uh-huh. So, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a... But good history. Amen. Not all of mine, but it was good to be brought out of there some of that by right. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we're going to go ahead and enter into our time of prayer. I uh, want you to remember some of the, the stuff that was shared tonight and want to intercede on behalf of those who may be having uh, maybe troubles at work or are situations that were shared. If you're able, I want you to get on your knees and I'm going to start us out. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I asked that y'all would lift up Frank Tracy Austin. I was heard him call me outside. He got a bad report on a, a, a doctor's appointment he went today. He's got to turn around and go back in the morning. But just pray for Tracy. Okay. And, you know, I told I've been through the same situation, but I trust in the Lord, and it wasn't even what they thought it was, so let's pray for us. Amen. We definitely Amen. Amen. Shall we pray? Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just want to thank you and praise your Father for 
We know, Father, what you did last summer, Father. We know, Father, what you did for us last year and the year before that and the year before that because many of us in here at the sound of my voice have a holy history, Father. And Father, as we face today's circumstance, we pray, Father, that we might be able to remember what you've done in the past, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And enable that to activate and to motivate our faith, Father, that we might believe, Lord, that you're still the God of today, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear your word says that you are, I am that I am, Father. Which means, Father, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, Father. And, and Lord, that you have the power, not only yesterday, but you have it today, and you're going to have it tomorrow, Father God. And, and we believe by faith, Father, that you can move, Father, at work, Lord, as some have shared tonight. And we believe by faith, Father, that you can dispatch your angels, Father, to go before them and make the rough places at work smooth, shatter the doors of bronze, cut through the iron bars, and enable them to be blessed at the same time, Father. Father God, we lift him up to you and pray, Lord, that you go from this place, Lord, that you open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain, Father, there at their job, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the awesome testimonies of how you've delivered and how you've set free and how you've caused folk who are unconscious to become conscious. Father, we don't take that lightly. We don't take that for granted, Father, because that lets us know, Father, that, that you are a God that can heal, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And there's some folk, Father, that needs healing tonight, yes, Father. Yes, and we pray, Lord, that you touch, Lord. Right uh, we lift up Tracy Austin to yes, you, Father, believing yes, by faith, Lord, that you can touch her body, yes, Father, yes, tonight, Lord. Yes, that when she go back to the doctor, they'll wonder yes, what it was because it disappeared, Father. Yes, because you touched and you healed and you made whole, Father. We believe by faith, Father, that this can happen. As a matter of fact, Father, we believe that it's already done, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. We pray, Lord, for every person here tonight that's concerned about a sick loved one, Father. Every person here tonight that's concerned about a wayward bill, Father. Every person that's concerned about a marriage or concerned about being single, Father. We believe by faith, Father, that you can touch right now in Jesus' name. That you can Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Reton. I've been your host. For today's program, before we sign off, we just want to make sure right, that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life, get right with God, to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God the thing that you must do however is take God's provision you see in order to get right with God you have to meet him on his terms and his terms is Jesus Christ the Bible said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God but the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus 
believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword.bethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 
that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.